Happy Friday, LaSalle Catholic, and happy Halloween weekend and All Saints Day weekend. Today is Friday, October 29, and this podcast today, it, as they say, hits different. The conversation with Austina Smith, she's a school parent who's on our strategic planning team and on our open conversations um, committee or whatever whatever we're calling that. She's our co-chair for open conversations. And boy, do we have a great conversation. Really superb. And like I say, this one hits different. Let's go. So again, welcome to The Roundtable. I'm Zach Sexer, Chief Administrator. It's Halloween weekend. It's kind of cold and miserable. I think tomorrow's supposed to be better. Uh, but I'm glad that you're here. This this podcast exists uh, for two primary purposes. So if you've never been with us, here's why we are here. First and foremost, what we do is provide for you the LaSalle Catholic Chronicle. That's our weekly Friday newsletter. We provide that for you in what we hope is the easiest to digest way possible, which is just to sit back and listen to it. And then we also exist so that we can become more of a family. Uh, so later today, we're going to bring on a mom from the show who participates. Uh, she's on our strategic planning committee, uh, which has evolved into what we're calling our advancement team. Um, and she's also um, co-chair of what we call Open Conversations. So we're going to chat a little bit about Open Conversations and what that group is doing. It's really exciting. It's really good stuff. And she, gosh, I got to know her, I think, ma'am, my first year here, so about three and a half years ago. And she's just such an awesome human being. Um, so I'm excited for you to get to know her a little bit and hear about what we're doing with Open Conversations. Um, Every time we do this show, though, we start with a prayer. So let's do that in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Gracious God, at this time of year, uh, with All Saints Day right around the corner and All Souls Day even closer, uh, we're mindful of what we are called to be. So help us to discern how you're calling us to become saints. Thank you for this place, this uh, LaSalle Catholic, where we help students to become saints. Help us to discern well what you're calling us to be and do today, each day, and in our lives so that we can become saints as you want us to be with you. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Uh, so we are going to have a segment of uh, We Are Family, which we haven't done. I love when I get to use different bumpers. So we're going to do We Are Family. But first, uh, first we need to give you uh, the LaSalle Catholic Chronicle, the weekly newsletter, and what we call, of course, The Buzz. What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. What's the buzz? So in the buzz, uh, we oh, it was a beautiful thing. I got to delete like six things from the electronic backpack. So that's a little lighter load, digitally speaking. Um, but there are still several items uh, that might be of interest to you in the electronic backpack. So maybe look at the list there and see if there's any you haven't read yet. And then uh, I talk about our fourth of four great things, uh, which is that we are a place that is safe. It's interesting how many people come for a tour here because uh, our reputation for being such a safe and caring community, um, but also what they're where they're moving away from. Uh, um, so if you know a family that's looking for a safe, caring place, tell them about us. By all means, tell them about us. Uh, we are, are just transferring in on uh, Tuesday our 10th transfer student since September. Just, I mean, not even counting the students who transferred in on the first day. Um, but we've had a couple of fourth graders, a couple of, I think, first graders, a third grader, a few preschoolers, and now a seventh grader. 
and we've got more prospects on the way. Um, so please keep telling people about us because not just like safe from harm, but um, our fourth great thing is that this is a place where students are safe to make mistakes so they can learn and become what they're called to be, uh, which is huge. We're actually doing PD on that on uh, on Tuesday, on Monday with Kevin Brennan from Top 20 Training. The teachers are going to be working with him on how to create that safe environment in the classroom. So that's an important thing. Share the word. Then in the All LaSalle Catholic News, uh, the parking lot next Tuesday uh, is going to be a little different. We don't anticipate a ton of traffic. It won't be even like last year, um, but we do anticipate some more traffic because Tuesday the church will be a voting site. So please be mindful of that when you come for drop off and for pickup. And then just a little heads up, you're going to hear more about this throughout the year and next year as well. But the Xavier Catholic Schools are moving toward what's called standards-based reporting. So that means that the, the grading scale you're going to see in some grades, like in middle school, for example, it's going to look a little differently. Instead of just A, B, C, D, U, we're going to be using a 1, 2, 3, 4 system, and it's not a direct translation either. Um, ultimately, what's going to happen is you're going to get a better sense of uh, how well your kiddo is doing and in what areas your kiddo is doing well or needs some extra work. Um, and then also, uh, we'll be able to, with the one, two, three, four, articulate when our kids are doing better than what's expected. Because an A demonstrates a student is doing what is expected consistently. But we do have students uh, who, um, you know, perform beyond grade level in different areas. Certainly not in all areas, um, but in some, um, I should say, no student performs beyond grade level in every area. Um, but there, there are students who do really, really well, even better than expected in certain areas. And so that's a good reminder for us teachers then to continue to enrich uh, for students. That's part of our strategic planning. And so this fits really, really well with what we're doing. Again, more information will be coming on that, but wanted to give you a heads up about how we're moving towards standards-based grades um, all the way through the Xavier Catholic Schools as part of our um, curriculum alignment with the other Xavier schools. Uh, next Friday, November 5th, is a $1 Jeans Day. That money is going to be going to a foundation that is actually run by a school parent. It's called the Mambo Foundation, and it combats sickle cell anemia in the Democratic Republic of the Congo. Um, so we are happy to be supporting them. Your kiddo can bring in a dollar or more and be out of dress code next Friday, November 5th. There's also going to be a drive to benefit birthright. So during next week, the LaSalle Catholic Service Club, it's a, it's a new club we've created in the middle school, it's going to be hosting a drive to benefit birthright of Cedar Rapids. They support pregnant women, so that removes barriers uh, for women and empowers them to choose the foundational right you know, that we all have, which is the right to life. So it encourages women um, by taking away, you know, uh, uh, financial barriers to be able to have their kiddos. So during that week, we're inviting students to donate any diapers, baby clothes, which would be newborn to 12 months, baby toys, um, toiletries like lotions, soaps, shampoos, and such. Those are going to be organized into baskets by members of the service club and given to new mothers and babies in the Lynn County area. So please feel free to contact Miss Kilberg with any questions. Uh, it's lkilberg at lasallecatholicstr.org. That's also in the newsletter. Um, then the script update um, is we are still doing script, but we're doing it through St. Ludmilla. Um, a delightful woman is um, taking that for us uh, through St. Ludmilla. So uh, if you would like to order script, if you still want to do that, please do. And you can email Paula. That's the woman from St. Ludmilla who's helping us at lcscript at earthlink.net. And she'll be happy to um, help you get straightened out because it's a great uh, deal using that script. Then Our Faith STO is a 75% tax credit. I, I can't overstate that. Um, you give 100 bucks to STO, you get $75 back. So your donation of $100 only costs you $25. Um, your donation of $400 um, only costs you 
uh, 100. I mean, and on and on, the math continues. Um, so there is a link um, in the newsletter to be able to do that. Um, please consider a gift to STO. So many of our families depend on that um, to be able to enroll our kiddos here. It makes us better. Or you can also share that with people. Right now, maybe your family is not in a position to give, but if you have friends or family, you know, share that stuff that we're putting on uh, on Facebook with friends and family so other people can see that and support STO because it can gain as much as $5.4 million this year. Boy, that can go a long way to help families enroll in Catholic schools. Then with regard to busing and reimbursement, we've told you a few times, so I won't waste your time to tell you again. Boys basketball game day help is needed still. There's a link for that in the newsletter. Just need a few more volunteers, and thanks in advance for signing up for that. And thanks to um, Danielle Lane for uh, coordinating uh, concessions. Boy, she has been on top of it. She's new at that this year um, and hasn't missed a beat. Um, then LaSalle Athletics, uh, the LaSalle Catholic Middle School is in need of someone with a trailer to help transport an outdoor basketball hoop. It's about 20 feet tall. From St. Ludomilla to the middle school uh, before the snow flies. So please contact Mr. Dole at jdole at lasallecatholiccr.org. And then for the rest of the school year, you can bring your cans and bottles to the can shed and tell them that you'd like to donate your collections to LaSalle Athletics. And again, that is to help raise funds to supplement um, the cost of uh, participation for families who need a little extra support to be able to do that. Then um, there's the eighth grade Discover Xavier Night is coming up. That is for eighth grade families to go to Xavier on Monday, November 15th at 7 p.m. So that's an opportunity to explore and learn about how Xavier positions its graduates for success in any and all post-high school endeavors while developing the total person in a Catholic environment. That will feature a presentation, tours, and activities fair with high school students and activities moderators. Doors will open at 6.30 and the program begins in the theater at 7. The Saint Shop will be open during the event as well. And if you haven't seen the new Saint Shop, actually it's a school mom here from um, LaSalle who um, teaches uh, business at LaSalle. She has students. Miss Allard has students at, Las uh, at Xavier running the shop. It's really cool and it's a nice new big space this year right next door to the um, president's office it's super sharp anyway if you have more uh, if you have questions about that you can contact Kara she could not be a nicer person she's at 319-294-6635 extension 313 or her email is C-A-R-A that's Kara dot Jones J-O-E-N-S at XavierSaints.org. Then middle school entry and exit during the school day. Just a reminder, parents and visitors coming to the middle school should use the office entrance always. Um, and then uh, students arriving at 8.30 or after should use the office entrance uh, to check in before going to class. The student entrance is for student entry only from 6.45 till 8.29 a.m and the doorbell is there. That's monitored by our building school moderator during this time, and it's unmonitored after that, so you'd be ringing the doorbell to nobody. Then for exit, any students leaving the school during the day should check out in the main office and leave through that entrance, and then the parents and visitors uh, at the middle school during the school day should also leave through that entrance. Thank you. Then at LaSalle Catholic Elementary, there's the pumpkin carving decorating contest. Oh, there are so many cute pumpkins over there, many creative and great-looking pumpkins, um, and the students and staff enjoyed those for the whole week, so any students who participated are getting a free dress pass for that. The pumpkins are coming home today. Um, I think there were some that might have rotted and had to go out a little early, but otherwise, um, any pumpkins that are left behind will be discarded um, Monday on the uh, student's day off. 
Thank you for that. Then there's the walkathon free dress passes. If your child at the elementary building received one of those, uh, know that they can be used on any day with the exception of Wednesdays. That's because those are mass days. All the way through the end of this calendar year. Thanks and good job to all the boys and girls who did that. Then thank you to Shay and Emily Kelly. Um, some of you remember them. Uh, they were here a short while ago. Um, we're so thankful to you for your generous donation of books to the school. Uh, very thoughtful and quite overwhelming if I'm being honest. Uh, we're really excited for those. So thank you um, for Miss Gibbs for that. Uh, she's just really taken aback by that uh, for that gift from uh, Shay and Emily Kelly. Then water bottles. Remember kiddos should bring those every day. Then from the Parent Association, uh, they put in this really funny little video. Um, they were very nice to me. They made um, little bitmojis of everybody and I'm in there at the end but they took some weight off me and they um, they didn't give me any hair but they added some um, brown to my hair that uh, otherwise is gray so that was very nice of them but cute little um, what do you call it an mp4 video from them about how you can join parent association and what you can do with them just to kind of give you a heads up so cute little video there uh, the walkathon prizes have all been distributed. Ice cream parties are coming soon. Then there's reminders about several quick and easy fundraisers you can do and ways to contact the LaSalle uh, PA, which is at LaSallePA at LaSalleCatholicCR.org. Then um, Xavier High School Partner Parish is in community news. Trunk or Treat St. Jude Church Parking Lot. The Knights of Columbus is sponsoring this on uh, Saturday. That's tomorrow evening. And um, so if you're ready to dress up in your favorite costume, uh, you can have uh, your kiddos go to the annual Trunk or Treat with St. Jude Church in the parking lot after mass. That'll start after traffic from mass is over. Uh, they'd love to have people willing to have trunks decorated and hand out candy for the trunk or treaters. Park in the first two rows near church. You can call Bar Barb Zog at 721-4149 if you have any questions. That's all we got from the buzz. I'm so excited for you to hear this conversation with Austina Smith. She's so fantastic. So without further ado, here's, oh gosh, what do we call this one? We are family. Boom. Oh, you guys, I'm so excited um, for you to get to hear this conversation. One, because yes, I love to use all my different bumpers, so I was glad that I got to play We Are Family for you. Um, but much more than that, I'm super excited to have Austina um, on the show. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Mr. Z. Thanks for having me. And are you going to keep calling Mr. Z? You're going to call me that the whole way through here? You know, i <laughs> So many people say, oh, this is... So-and-so's mom. I never get called by my name most of the time. Yeah. No, I, so just, I, mean, I just say Mr. Z. So for our listeners, <laughs> I, I, I know you fairly well by now. And I always tease you for calling me Mr. Z yes. at meetings and things like that. But, but yeah, whatever your, <laughs> your comfort level is fine with me. I just tease you a little bit. Um, so Astina, I think I mentioned in the intro, she has a son who's a sophomore. He's a classmate and friend with uh, with my son. And they don't really run around together because Eddie's so busy with sports and Freddie's Freddy so busy with music. But um, they're classmates and they're kind of buds. Um, and then you have a, a eighth grader here as well, so kind of closing a chapter. If I remember right, though, and I think Didi Scafidi confirmed this, you said at some point you would be willing to help the school with stuff even once your kids are gone. Is that right? Yes. And that now is it's right. recorded. <laughs> yes. Now, see, because these go. Um, excuse me. Let me repeat that. What did I say? Yes. Yes, um, I Because you just, uh, uh, you just have so much that you bring to the table. Uh, I just. Every time you open your mouth, I'm just like, I'm going to lean in because there's so much good stuff, um, which I just love. So just tell us, if you would, a little bit about yourself. So um, maybe parents be like, oh, yeah, I know that lady. I've seen her at stuff. Or I don't know. Just um, tell us a little bit about yourself, um, your family a little bit, and maybe a little bit about what you do for work, and, and then we'll dig into school stuff. Okay. Um, as Mrs. Z said, my name is Astina Smith. I'm originally from Sierra Leone, which is a country in West Africa. 
I'm married. My husband is from Sudan, which is another country in North Africa. Not West Africa. No, it is not <laughs> West like, Africa. It's like about a, a USA away from each other, yes, right? Exactly. It's like further away from LA and New York. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And people always say, "Well, how did you guys meet?" We met in the good USA, the good old USA, oh, and in Iowa. <laughs> Do you mean Cedar Rapids? Yeah, we met in Cedar oh, Rapids. Wow. Yeah. Oh. Um, we have two boys. Um, there's one is a, a sophomore at Xavier. And the other one is an eighth grader um, here at La Salle. I want to. I want to. I'm sorry. I'm just going to stop already because I know we're going to talk about um, culture and race stuff in a little <laughs> bit. But I want to ask you. So, like, I know my last school up in Twin Cities. We had tons of families. Not tons. We had a lot of families from Ethiopia. Mm -hmm. And um, for a year, we had a girl from Ethiopia live with my family. Okay. I kind of know what Ethiopians look like, or mm -hmm. people from that part of Africa, right? So yes. I can kind of tell. Um, and most of our kids don't look like that, right? I'm curious. At least, I guess, from your perspective, or uh -huh. if you know other other folks from Africa, can you guys tell if someone's from your part? Like, you can't do that in the states, right? I can't be no. like, "Oh, you're from the Midwest." You yeah. can from your accent, yeah, but not from appearance. Can you do that or not? Um, you can try sometimes. to. Sometimes you get it right. Okay. Most times you don't. Okay. So I, I'm used to asking people, "What part of Africa are you from?" Okay. What about accents? Does that ever give people the way? Like, it does in the um, States, right? From the it South, does or the... in the States, yeah. Okay. In, in Africa, originally, yes, you'd be able to tell. But most of, when I talk, a lot of times people think, oh, are you from the island? So I have to correct people, no, I'm yeah. from West Africa. Yeah. So because we assimilate to different cultures, different um, dialects, some of us have accents that have changed yeah. um, during time, and some people still keep the accent. But it's, it's hard to tell. Okay. Just curious. <laughs> Just curious. So you have the two boys. Yes. Um, sophomore and eighth grader. Yes. And then I cut you off. Um, that's good. Um, my family has been in the Holy Family School system since the oldest, who's 50 now, since he was five. And that's crazy. Because if you guys know Eddie, he is huge. <laughs> and he's like a year younger than the rest of his classmates. Yeah. And Freddie's old. So my son, who's kind of small, he's uh -huh. sprouting finally, but he like is a full head at least shorter than Eddie and probably a good 60 pounds lighter. Yeah. <laughs> and he's a big guy. He's yes, huge. yes, he is. Yeah. So when we, um, so when my husband and I met, okay, different cultures. Even though we're, we're both from Africa, yeah, cultures are different. So we had to go through some learning experience, through some open conversations. How'd you guys meet? Um, he worked with my mom. Okay. And my mom kept talking about this person that would give her a ride that was really nice to her, but I didn't know it was him. And your mom knows a bunch of people, right? Oh, yeah. She's super connected. Yes, she okay. she knows she knows a lot of people. She's <laughs> always involved in something. She talks like you? She always talking? Yes. Like super yes. social? Okay. Uh-huh. She is. Okay. So I met Simon, who's my husband. I met Simon at um, at a party. Okay. And it was through an argument because there was something going on in Africa then. And the, the men were all talking about the stuff that was going on. Okay. And well, I had an opinion, so I had to say, well, maybe I didn't have to say something, but I did say something. And he turns and says to me, well, nobody asked you. <laughs> and I saw red. The first words out of your husband's yep. mouth to you were nobody asked yep. you. And I saw red. And I, I just went, I said to people, well, I went all West African woman on him. <laughs> What's that mean? Um, that means you don't hold your tongue. You tell him exactly, I was not talking to you. Okay. So first of all, mind your own business. This is an A-B conversation. See your way out. And, you know, and he just do that. Was, well, that's rude. Like, you telling me nobody asked me is rude. And a friend of ours. Do your boys know this? You guys know um, Eddie does. Nicholas okay. does it. Okay. <laughs> so oh a friend gosh. of ours that knew knew him mm -hmm. and knows me said, "I told somebody that we need to get you two in a room 
and sparks are gonna fly. You two are not gonna like each other because he's very opinionated, so are you. Okay. But the cultures are so different, okay. he's not gonna know how to handle you, and you're not gonna know how to handle him. So, so you were somebody's social experiment? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's what we were. Oh man. And you know, 20 some years later, I guess it worked. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's great. But there's been a lot of learning curve, there's been a lot of give and take, there's yeah. been a lot of breathe. And as parents, I've heard you tell some of that too. Yes. There's difference in parenting styles that yes. are because you're from different parts of a large continent. Yes, okay. yes. And so, so the, the boys came in preschool or kindergarten? Um, Nicholas in preschool and in kindergarten. Nicholas can because yes. yeah, you started a little bit later with Eddie, then yes. he was already here, so it was easier to start. Yeah, Nicholas, that makes sense. Yeah, got it. Cool, cool. So, it, and you know, my husband comes from a Catholic background. Mm -hmm. Um, he went to a Catholic school. Mm -hmm. I went to a Catholic school, mm -hmm. but I married Catholic. Mm -hmm. I mine was Lutheran. Mm -hmm. Um, so he goes, um, it's no brainer. In Africa, you're born in a Catholic family. There's no, there's no conversation. You go into a Catholic school. Yeah. So for us, it was not conversation or anything. It's like. This is where they're going. And we have not had any regrets since oh, that good. day. Good. You know, I have my my um, my youngest that's an eighth grader has food allergies. Mm -hmm. So when he started, he has really, really strong trust issues. Yeah. Because again, he knows I'm one mistake from somebody making me sick. Yeah. So for him, it was harder for him to integrate himself into the system. Yeah. Eddie's a social butterfly. Eddie shows up and everybody's his friend. Mm -hmm. Nicholas, not so much. Nicholas yeah. has to build that relationship. He has to build that trust. And you know, the, the principal that was there at the time was Mrs. K. Mm -hmm. And when I walked in one day and saw her rocking my child That's right. to calm him down, I would never forget and I will always be grateful for That's that. Awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, we're glad you're here. I'm glad you're here. Um, and I'm glad you're going to be here after Nicholas is gone because we have that recorded now. Yes, we do. Um, but yeah, so I mean, we, we've chatted a little bit. We are, we've always been, you know, friendly and you're mm -hmm. a good. I, I always say, like, one of my highest compliments of a parent from, from this chair where I'm sitting mm -hmm. as a principal is that they're a good partner with the school. That's what I want is someone else. Not that we're always going to necessarily even agree. Um, we won't get frustrated with each other, but that we'll partner together. Just like a married couple, right? Like yes. you always agree, sometimes you're frustrated, but you agree the same goal. Like in, in this case, is Nicholas and Eddie, right? Yes. Um, I want, you know, the principal at Xavier, I want her goal to be Freddie, right? Mm -hmm. And next year, exactly. Gemma. So if we can partner together, that's that's what it's, you know, that's just a great recipe. Yes. Um, so we, we worked together and we had conversations with your boys being here from time to time about uh -huh. whatever. And then um, I could called you and you know several parents just when um, issues of race to me were becoming more I don't know what the word is just kind of I, I was becoming more aware of hey it's actually your school principal you're responsible for a culture and a climate and this is when we we're all in lockdown yes but I felt like yeah we should I, you know I should be learning some things I should be paying attention to asking some questions and you were one parent that I talked to and just making some phone calls and you shared a little bit about your experience um, which a lot of families did mm -hmm. The two biggest things that I heard, and I've, I've said this a lot to a lot of different people when they asked about how this group got started, yeah. was the two biggest things that I heard kind of taken away. One, which was great, um, parents were telling me, oh, and I should clarify, I was calling pretty much black parents. Like, yeah. I don't know if I called some other families of color or not, but, um, and, and mostly African, because almost all of our kids here who are black are mm -hmm. African or, um, you know, if the kid didn't come from Africa, the parents did. Yeah. Um, so. Um, calling a lot of families and just kind of getting perspective and how things are working, what's working, what's not. And so the two things that I heard really consistently uh -huh. were um, my kid really likes it there. Yes. They've had a really good experience, um, which, gosh, I mean, this was 
three years in by now. I should have asked that. You know, I should have been more <laughs> tuned into that sooner. Um, but I was very happy to hear that. Maybe even a little bit relieved mm -hmm. to hear that. Yeah, my my black child or my brown child, or whatever, is having a good experience, and that race has not been um, something that has been uh, made my child feel other than or marginalized or whatever. Exactly. So I was really glad to hear that. Mm -hmm. um, and then the other thing that I heard from most families, and I, I think really consistently, was my kid wishes that the other kids and, and even the teachers knew how to talk about race. Yes. And, and they would. Mm -hmm. um, and so I was like, oh, wow, gosh, that, that's an interesting takeaway. I didn't really see that coming. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know what I expected, but I didn't necessarily see that, that the kids or the parents would say, and in some cases, I call and leave a message. Yeah. Or they say, let me talk to my kid and we'll call you back. Uh -huh. um, and just see what kinds of things they come up with. Yeah. And I heard that, I think you were one of the families that said that, um, that my kid would like their classmates at the lunch table yeah. or in the history classroom or religion classroom or whatever, or the teacher to be able to talk about race and culture. And, and um, that a lot of times it's, I think for me as a, I'm 100% white, like to sometimes I think, oh gosh, I'd like to talk about this, but what am I gonna say that's gonna accidentally hurt someone's feelings? Yes. Or what am I gonna say that's gonna make me realize I have bias that I don't wanna really think about? Cause uh -huh. I think I'm a nice guy, I don't wanna get, <laughs> so anyway, I, I, I speculate a little bit there. But then I just thought, Oh, well, you you used the key phrase. You said, you said, Mr. Z, we just need to have open conversations. Oh my gosh, I just did an impression of you, but it wasn't it wasn't too bad. No, it wasn't. It wasn't terrible. You said we need to have open conversations, yes. and I was like, oh, Cena, that's what we got to call this thing, because I didn't know what it was. If it was uh -huh. a committee or a whatever. And so I apologize. <laughs> I do impressions of people. It's, You're it's fine. bad. I'm gonna get myself fine, in trouble. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, then there were a bunch of parents who were like, yeah, we should meet and. And so then I think we had our first meeting in the summer, maybe? Yes. I don't know when we first met. Um, it was we, a while back. We started chatting. <laughs> uh, interestingly, um, Dee Dee likes to point out that by no, I don't think, anybody's intention, we had all the black parents sitting in one spot on one and all the white people on, on the other spot. Side, yep. <laughs> it looked like a middle school dance, like girls over here, um, boys over here. Yeah. But um, So yeah, that's kind of how that piece started. And then since then, you and I have been chatting more, and now mm -hmm. you're doing strategic planning. And, yep. Um, but I'd love it if you would just share kind of from your seat as a parent mm -hmm. um, and now as someone who is really involved in you and DE are co-chairs yes. of, uh, of the um, open conversations. Just talk a little bit about what we're doing. Uh -huh. Maybe just start there. What are, what are, what are you, you know, tell folks what we do at our gatherings and kind of what the plan is moving forward. So we've met um, a couple of times, more than that, four, four. four times. Yeah. yeah, we've had meetings. And it is not, you know, somebody asked me that question at work. Well, what is this open conversation about? Because a lot of times people don't want to talk about race. Well, yeah. the, the, the thing with open conversation, and that, that was why I, I like that phrase, it is so much more than race. Yeah. It, is, it is a social yeah. issue. A social issue, issue is a human issue. Mm -hmm. A human issue is a hard issue, right? So for me, I look around and I say, this is a Catholic school. This is a private school. This school is connected to the church. Yeah. Coming from Africa, whenever there was something going on, people looked to the church mm -hmm. because the church is the representative of God on earth, right? So people yeah. look to the church and say, give us direction. Mm -hmm. Which way should we go? So that's why when you'd come, like, we need to have these open conversations because if we're all one in the body of Christ, mm -hmm. we have to be able to talk with each other and not be offended. Because yeah. at the end of the day, we are all one in this body. And if us as parents cannot have the um, open conversation, we will do a disservice for our kids because what are we teaching them? Yeah. We need an open conversation. It's not just about black, white, purple, or whatever. Yeah. It's 
is somebody disabled? Yeah. Do they need help? Yeah. Is somebody short? Are they being pictured? Is somebody tall? Are they being pictured? So these conversations is to bring everybody in and say, listen, let us listen to each other. Yeah. Don't tell me why I can be upset if you don't know why I'm upset. I want to back up. So you mentioned um, being offended, and I think I've always said for a long time, like I'm not very easily offended. Mm -hmm. I don't know why or if, if that's even true, but I've always said that about myself. Uh -huh. um, and sometimes I, I can get offended, I, and I try to want, figure out why is it when I get offended, because it's a huge stumbling block. You get offended, you don't want to engage at all. No, you do, shut down. Do you, why do you suppose, and you're, you're one person, but why do you speculate or why do you suppose people get offended? Like, what is the thing? Because I think you say race and people hear attack. Mm. People hear blame. Yeah. And, you know, it's nothing like that. And I speak for my family yeah. because even as two Africans parenting two boys, yeah. our cultures are different. So at the end of the day, in our family, we have to make compromises. Yeah. And the only way we can compromise is when we listen to each other. Because if we don't, we're doing a disservice to our children. What are our boys learning from us? Yeah. If we're looking at our kids and saying, these are gonna be the leaders of tomorrow, how can they lead if they don't have the tools, right? How can they lead if they don't know how to sit down and have a dialogue? Yeah. How can they lead if every time somebody says something that they don't agree, they get off the table? Yeah. We have to learn to listen to each other. It doesn't mean one person is right, one person is wrong. Yeah. It just means we're respectful enough. I wonder, I wonder if people, if when, when you feel really, really safe, like I feel like I can screw up, like I can do an impression of you, yeah. right? Like I, I'm a yeah. white guy who just an impression of a black woman yeah. from another country, like, oh my God, but I feel really safe with you. Yes. And whatever you're gonna say, I might at some point probably disagree, Yeah. but I'm not gonna be offended. That's and it. I think maybe it has something more to do with safety, which is interesting, this is not a sales pitch, yeah. but I was just talking about in our little <laughs> principally speaking corner uh, about how that's our fourth great thing, like we have on the wall there, uh -huh. our fourth great thing, safe to make mistakes, safe around each other. Yes. And that's what our professional development is actually this um, Monday with a top 20 training about creating a safe environment, yes. not specifically to racial or cultural things, just learning and growth in <laughs> general. Um, but yeah, that, that, I wonder if safety has something to do with it. And Mrs. Z, I'll give an example that I've, I've, I've done at work. I, I say to people, I said that to my manager a couple of days ago. I said, you can come to me and say anything. I know you well enough yeah. that whatever you say is not going to hurt my feelings. I might get irritated, roll my eyes, shrug my shoulder and go, ugh. But it's not going to offend me because I know you. We don't know each other. It's like two ships just passing by. So we all come, we drop our kids off, but I might know your name, you might know my name, but at the core, do I know who you are? Yeah. Because when we get to know each other, we build trust. Yeah. Once we build that trust, then it doesn't matter what that person says to you. You know, it's not coming from an attack mode, so I don't have to get offended. We're gonna make mistakes as human, that's why we're humans. We are not angels, we're not God. We're human beings. We are gonna step on each other's toes. Yeah. But when we trust each other enough and we're open with each other, we're able to say, hey, I didn't like what happened. Why did it happen? Yeah. And yeah. then we can have that conversation and we can move past that. Yeah. But when we don't trust each other because we're strangers or we think, well, I don't want you to feel this way. I don't want you to think this way. Yeah. But you're not in control of how I feel or how I'm going to think, yeah. right? But if we have that trust, then you go, Okay, Austin, this is what I think. 
Okay, I've said it. Now go. <laughs> yeah. And like I said to you, I don't like it all I like, but oh, for, for me, it doesn't bother me. It might bother the next person. Mm -hmm. But we know so then we can build those relationships. We can build that deeper connection. And our children see those connections. Yeah. And they are excited yeah. to meet new people. Yeah. That because we were giving each other grace. We're giving each other grace to make mistakes. We're giving each other grace to grow. You know, because in the early church, they didn't have Facebook, they didn't have Twitter, but the early church, right after Pentecost, it grew. Why did it? Because people trusted the disciples that were there. They could mm -hmm. come and say, I'm hungry, and they will be fed. Yeah. They will come and say, I'm thirsty. They will come and say, I don't have some place to be. And there were people there that took care of them. Yeah. So for us in Africa, that's the way we look at the church. And for me, my kid coming, my kids coming to a private school that is connected to the church, like, there's something we can do that it goes way above race issue. It goes to a heart issue. It goes to a connection with God. Because if we keep saying, yes, I'm a Christian. Yes, I'm a Christian. But our Christianity has limitation. Are we? Are we representing Christ on earth? Yeah. So for me, that's what, for us, that was the intention of open conversation. We can come and sit and talk. What bothers me? This is why it bothers me. Mm -hmm. You don't need to get offended because what, you, what you're thinking I'm saying is not what I'm saying. But until you hear it from me, you don't know what I'm saying. So you mentioned, um, oh God, what was the, oh, going to the disciples and knowing they would be fed. Yeah. So let's just talk really like, um, plain brass tacks, what are some of the things that uh, that Open Conversations has started doing, kind of working on, that people might hear about, or be able to participate in, or see in the school, or whatever? Give us some of the stuff well, that's happening. So the one thing that we did was, what does barbecue mean to you? Yeah, that was fun. That was, and, you know, that was fun. It, it's just from different, even within the U.S., yeah. barbecue means different thing yeah. to different Americans. Yeah. So that is not any race issue or social experiment or anything like that. It's just bring your culture in. Yeah. We, whether we believe it or not, we all, it doesn't matter if you are the whitest person in the whitest place. There is a culture that you have that nourishes somebody else's. So we've done that. We did that. In, it, was a fun, it was a fun day. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Was, yeah, small turnout. There were about 20 of us or something yeah. like that, but a lot of food. And I get to try a whole bunch of different things. It was yes. really cool. Um, and we did uh, stuff with the... Um, uh, was it parent-teacher conference? Brought some stuff in for conferences? Um, I'm trying to remember what you guys did for conferences. I didn't have a hand in that. No, but um, Didi and Christina, Okay. Uh, we talked about it and we brought some muffins in for the teachers oh, and things oh, like oh, that. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so yeah, that group, um, or this group brought in yeah, a bunch of food for, I'm sorry, I was trying mm -hmm. to picture like Oh, no. No, no. no. Yeah, a whole bunch of fresh baked. <laughs> oh my gosh. On top of the sale dressings are from scratch. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, I know Greg, um, uh, family, he's one of the uh, staff members that's part of it. He's over at yes. uh, the elementary school. He's making a map. Yes, he's doing a map. Does Christina do it for here? Um, Christina oh. was coming up with a logo, I think. Okay. Okay. Um, Greg is doing a map, and it's a map of the world. Yeah. So you can walk by and go, oh, there's Minnesota, there's a small town in Minnesota that I'm from, or there's Congo, this is where I'm from, or this is France, this is where I'm from. So, yeah, so, I don't know how we were going to like promulgate it exactly, but I think the idea was every kid, we have a big map in each building. Yes. I forget who was doing this one. It might have been Chad Graham. 
I think was maybe under this building. Um, so like a little a little pin, pin. put yep. anywhere in spin. the country or the world where they're from. Yes. So like my kids could put a little pin in Minnesota. Uh-huh. And we have kids from the East Coast and West Coast and kids from parts of Africa. Yes. Um, just kind of see. And then there might be some that we don't even know about. Like, what, you were born in Spain? Like, <laughs> that, or, or just like see the pin and go, who's from, yep. you know, who's from Italy? I didn't know we had any kids, you know, or wherever they're from. That would be cool. Just kind of celebrate where we all come from. Exactly, and then we've got some books in for people to read. Yep, and I know that Julie from the business office saw them sitting here on my uh-huh. desk, and she took one, and then I've got a couple more, but yeah, so just, yeah, and I know there's some talk about a book club in the summer that didn't happen last summer, but maybe yeah. next, just have some conversations. And, yeah. and it's just, you know, it's just coming together as one. Yeah. Because we, we have a saying in Africa, you can break a stick, but you if you have a bundle, it takes more than one person to be able to break it. Oh, that's cool. Right? Okay, so, can I ask, is that said in any languages besides English? Yes. Can you say it? And what language is it typically said in? I'm going to say it in Creole. Oh, do it. That's what we say in, in, in Sierra Leone. Okay. for book one tick. But if person give you bundle, you need app for for bookum. So I heard I heard bundles. Bundle the yep. same? And is yep. teak stick? Yep. Okay. <laughs> Didn't yep. know I spoke any Creole. Look at me go. That, yeah, I love it. That's awesome. I love languages. I'm, I'm, I love languages. Yeah. Um, so you, you talked briefly about, um, well, you said several things about what we're doing, and you mm-hmm. said one or two things about what we're not doing. I think you mentioned uh, we're not, um, oh, what was it? We're not trying to blame. You use the word yeah. blame. We're not trying to blame. Yeah. Um, what, um, could you say a couple things before we wrap up um, this part of the conversation about what are we not doing? Because I do think that conversations around um, inclusivity and, and, and understanding sometimes yeah. they become... Um, uh, lightning rods and in Thank ways you. that we don't that, it, that aren't helpful um, so yes. I don't know there are a couple of things that you could throw out that we're not doing yes um, that you think might help people go oh well this sounds something I can get behind yeah. that what we're not doing is trying to figure out what happened 400 years ago <laughs> to blacks and whites that's not what we're doing what we're not doing is blaming anybody for what is going on most of the stuff that's going on is systemic and us blaming each other is not going to fix it what we're not doing is tearing any one race down. Um, we're not putting ideas into people's head to say this is better than this or this is this. What we are doing is saying, how do we as a family in the body of Christ come together? How do we in this chaotic and toxic environment stand out, be in the world, but not the world? How do we do that? How do we set an example for our children that my kid can walk down the, the, the road and not be concerned about, oh, well, somebody's coming, this is gonna happen to me. So my kid can walk down the road and see somebody else and run across the street and give them a hug. Your, your kid can come over and go, oh, your mom cooked this cassava leaf? I don't really like it, I don't know what it is, but let me try it. Oh, wow, I have to ask my mom to cook it. And your mom can come and go, what are you doing to my child? Uh-uh, I don't know how to cook that stuff. That, that's what we're doing, make this an environment where the kids thrive and grow all aspects of their life, not just educational, not just religious, because a lot of times when you hear somebody that is, that is religious talking, but they sidestep the human issues, you don't listen to it, you don't pay attention. Us as human beings, that's how our mind works, whether we like it or not. Because at the end of the day, if the whole is not okay, the part is not okay. Mm. We have to be okay as a whole family. And you know what? We can do it. Yeah. 
Our kids are looking to us for direction. The world is looking to the church. The world is looking to believers. The world is looking to people that say, I stand firm and I stand firm in my commitment to Christ. I stand firm in my commitment to my family. I'm a good person. Oh. You guys see who I wanted to have her on the podcast? Oh my gosh, we can't get this one out there enough. Um, Okay, I do have to. I, I can talk to you all day, but I have to get to another meeting. Will you play a game with me before we um, before we sign off for the day? Of course. Am I winning? Are you winning? Um, am I going to win the game? Um, well, it's actually a competitive game. I was going to play uh, word association with okay, you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this one, I, I mean, we can send you with a prize. How about that? So then you feel like you won. We'll send you with a bottle opener for a bottle of wine or a can of whatever you like to drink on the weekend. Um, so we'll send you with one of those. Um, we didn't talk much about being a chef, but I got a couple of, uh, only one or two maybe in here that are chef type words. Anyway, it's word association. I say a word. I got like 10 or 15 here. Okay. You say whatever comes to mind. Okay. Okay, here we go. Food. Creme brulee. Creme brulee? That's like my favorite dessert. I love creme brulee. Caribou, uh, well, caribou is like the most popular coffee up in Minnesota. Yep. They, for a while, were doing a creme brulee drink. Oh. oh. Okay, so everybody oh. knows what to bring Mr. Z for Christmas. I know. <laughs> That's the last thing I need. Um, neighbor. Friend. School. Peaceful. Good, 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 good. You know, actually, as you're talking, I was picturing, I just, I was doing lunch duty today, and there happened to be, I don't know what it was about, and I was only about 10, 50 feet away, I didn't, but, you know, the whole seventh grade was in there. Uh-huh. Two seventh grade boys, who just happened to be, one of them happened to be very dark brown, uh-huh. and one happens to be very fair, with, like, toehead blonde, have you heard that word, toehead? Yep, yep. Like, very light blonde hair, uh-huh. um, and they were having, like, a tight squeeze hug. <laughs> and I was just like, Ugh. Man, it just I wish makes I your heart sing. Yeah, it's yeah. like you guys don't know how unique and special yes. that is, and it shouldn't be, but yeah. anyway. Um, conversation. Kindness. Halloween. Costume. Um, Candy. <laughs> um, those, those are both coming up. Friend. Heartfelt. Uh, podcast. Information. Do you listen to podcasts? Um, not necessarily. Not really. uh, diversity. Inclusiveness. Dog. Happiness. Do you guys have a dog? No. Okay. Uh, culture. <laughs> That's a tough one. You're trying to come up with something. Just, just go. Everybody. Everybody. There you go. Everybody. God. The whole. Um, stranger. A friend. Not yet, no. Uh, oh. News. Good. Taco. Yummy. Um, <laughs> candy. Halloween. Kids. Pleasure. And costume. Fun. Are you doing anything for Halloween this weekend? I'm not. Huh? Um, one of my kids wasn't doing anything, and then all of a sudden I get a text message. What is my costume going to be? Like, what do you mean? What, what is your costume going they to be? They ask you for their costume? Yeah, we have this whole conversation and you said, um, I'm not interested. And I get a text message. So, yeah, I'm trying to pretend <laughs> I don't remember he said that. 
So we'll see. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we go to uh, we go to Goodwill and peruse their stuff because they have a Halloween, you know, Halloween aisles. Yeah. So yeah, my kids get a ten dollar limit. Uh -huh. And yeah. That's I just tell it. the other one, you got to be a football player. But I'm already playing football. Well, you can go get candy in your football costume. And you let your, you let your kids trick or treat no matter yeah. the age. I, I do too, because I, yeah. I taught high school, right? And I know yeah. what kind of stuff high school kids can get into. And, and my wife subscribes to this too. God darn it, if your 14, 16, 17 year old kid finds pleasure in putting on a funny costume or a cool costume and going trick or treating, God bless them. Yes. There's so many other things high school kids do. Exactly. I, I let them go trick or treating because yeah. my brother goes with them and someone drives around with them. Oh, nice. So, yeah, I let them go trick or treating. Nice. It's better than having to worry that they're at a party or something is going to happen yes. or they get into so mischievous other things. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm fine with that. Awesome. <laughs> uh, well, do you have anything you want to say to our listeners before you sign off? Um, my kids have been in this school system for the last uh, 12 years. Yeah, a long time. And we would not, we could not have asked for anything better. Oh, thank you. Um, the kids have fun. They, they build connections with their friends. Mm -hmm. They Skin color doesn't matter to them. Not It's not important, but it's not about that. They, they get treated as a whole human being. Mm. Um, and you know what? In this day and age, in this world right now, wherever your kids can go and they feel so integrated that they are not embarrassed about asking questions, saying who they are, where they're from. That is the place that you want to lean into. That is the place that you want to spend time. That is the place that you want to help grow. So if you have anybody that's looking for somewhere where the kids can come and be treated with dignity, respect, kindness, be seen, heard, and value, don't look any further. This is where they. This is where they need to be. Oh my gosh. This is where they need to all be. All right, let's see how you heard that. Now share that with all your friends. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. We have to have you come back again. It is my pleasure. Thank you, Mr. Z. Everybody, God bless your weekend. Happy Halloween, and then happy All Saints Day. We'll see you next week.